This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. We have state budgets to the governor. Money for maternity health. In this week's Weather Outlook, I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. An education budget was passed by the Alabama legislature over the weekend and sent to Governor Kay Ivey for her to sign, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. Long ago, in a time before we shut down most of civilization because of the coronavirus pandemic, the governor proposed a $411 million increase to the Education Trust Fund. We have to watch our spin in these days. That includes the state government. So they've scaled that way back. And so next year's education budget, the one that just passed, will be only $90 million more than this year's. And the only there isn't sarcasm. The budget's now up to $7.2 billion. So that $90 million increase is only about 1.25%. Funding for the education budget comes largely from income and sales taxes, and with unemployment on the rise and a lack of economic activity, you know that's going to go into the tank for a bit. Among parts of the budget taking a hit, the 3% pay raise for education employees has been dropped. The general fund budget was passed this past Thursday and also sent to the governor's desk. That fund is now $2.4 billion after a $169 million hike. Ivy's pre-pandemic proposal included a $340 million increase. State workers also shouldered part of the burden here as a 2% pay raise was dropped. Alabama lawmakers will have decisions to make about CARES Act funds going forward. It looks like they will not be making decisions about the once major topics of prison reform, medical marijuana, and a state lottery. As the state budget made its way through the Alabama legislature, being stripped down in the face of economic uncertainty, one thing that managed to remain intact is a nearly half-million-dollar plan to investigate pregnancy complications and women's deaths during childbirth in Alabama, reports AL.com's Anna Claire Vollers. Now, Anna Claire has done some reporting on this issue before, and we know the U.S. is one of the few countries where maternal mortality rate is actually rising, and Alabama seems to be high on the list of states, with apparently the second highest maternal mortality rate in 2017, the most recent year available. Stats aren't really reliable here because they've been based on death certificate data that can be really inconsistent. Experts believe that a lot of maternal deaths are preventable, so the idea behind this new Alabama Maternal Mortality Review Committee is to get a handle on how many Alabama women are dying, develop solid data on why they're dying, and then go about the business of fixing the problems. 
The committee will use its funding to pay for autopsies and medical records where they're needed and to pay for health care professionals to review medical records. Other states have had success with similar committees. It's Monday, and that means it's time to look ahead to the week in weather in Alabama. Lee Morgan's with us. Hopefully she's here to tell us about how in 2020 we're never going to have to run our air conditioner because that's been nice. Why do you do that to me? Why do you say stuff like that? And then I got to say, no, wrong. Well, I haven't run the air conditioner in a couple of weeks. And, you know, I'm the guy who cuts off lights and adjusts the thermostat around the house. So give me some good news. What's going to happen this week? I don't have good news on that front. It's going to get warmer this week. So you may have to break down and run the air conditioner by the end of the week. It is May. These things happen. Only if it's 95. (laughs) Well, it's not going to get to 95, but... Temperatures, you know, we had a nice little cool down over the weekend. That's over. Things are temperatures are going to slowly rise during the week, and probably by Thursday, Friday, some places in the state are going to be knocking on the door ninety. Oh well, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's about that time. No severe weather as of now on the horizon. We might get a little rain in some spots, not everywhere, on Wednesday, and then the weekend we might have to deal with a little more rain. But right now. It's just low rain chances, no severe weather on the horizon. Keep and your fingers crossed yeah, and do a little dance. It's still the time of year that, that that could pop up. It is, but it's winding down now. You know, as we get into June and, and July, we transition to more in the summertime pattern where we have those afternoon and evening storms, but not the big organized severe weather systems. So, you know, bring it on. Okay. All right, Lee. Well, I appreciate it. No problem. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com. <laughs>